you know what? The whole taps might be on something. You know, if they can tell me exactly what I need to eat and drink to get my body back to the the African queen state where I only have one period every four years, I might just join their organization. It's a fuck a lot of haters, Welcome back, everybody. Season three of Black Explaining the Podcast. We are back at it like a bad habit. Y'all know that's my favorite phrase. What's up? What's up? What's up? I hope you weren't waiting, you know, holding your breath or anything. I just needed a little break. You know, needed to clear my head, needed to get myself together, needed to organize some things, you know. But what's up? It's a new year. I'm the same person. I do have new grudges, however, but you know, I feel like that counts. Um, I have some New Year's resolutions that I'm working on. They're all going about as well as I anticipated them going. Um, but yeah, I, I feel like I was productive with my break. Um, I my house was clean and I wanted to like reorganize, so I destroyed it in the process of doing that but like now it looks new and like fresh because like things are in different directions and they're in different corners and I have like new little ottomans and stuff like that you know every once in a while you just need a refresh and that's what I need I just needed a quick little refresh you know um yeah how's everybody doing I hope everybody got some time with their family time with friends time with people that care about them some rest some restoration some relaxation all of that you know I feel like I did I feel like I'm like renewed and it's always just like kind of symbolic like you know the new year doesn't really mean anything it's just we're, we're continuing on in this long linear you know ever progressing thing that is time and, you know, the new year is kind of more like symbolically cathartic, like it's kind of a symbolizes a refresh and, you know, a restart, just an opportunity to try things differently. And I love like all the people that are like elitist, like, oh, well, now everybody's going to be in the gym again and everybody's going to be in the way and everybody's going to be like doing stuff that they weren't normally doing. And I love that for people. I want you to go for do the I want you to like be motivated and go to the gym for two weeks and quit because I like a fitness journey, especially like a journey to, you know, better your health and better yourself mentally, physically, whatever, you can never start and stop too many times. Okay, never. You know, if you are wanted to try something like pottery and, you know, you're at the pottery class and you're taking up all of the good wheels, those experienced potters will be fine. Okay, try new things. It later, it makes you it just makes me so at least for me it makes me so happy like trying new things going and seeing new things doing new things being around new people and let me just tell you all I have been like one of the journeys that I have been kind of like struggling with and I kind of off and on with has been my fitness journey like I don't really like gyms because I don't like the idea of like you know people possibly watching me work out especially because I'll be struggling I don't know what the fuck I'm doing um I, I be needing help all right and everybody just be watching me like I'm supposed to be strong I'm not um, I don't really have a lot of upper body strength. Um, I have no idea how I did all of that flipping, tumbling, popping and locking and dropping it in my younger years because 
I ain't got it. And also, like, you know, the experienced people are always, like, so elitist. Like, oh, look at that girl in that machine. She's, like, doing it wrong. And it's like, bitch, are you going to come over and help me or are you going to talk shit? And I am not trying to get arrested at the gym, okay? That is not a part of the new version of me. So I be at home. But (laughs) all I do is cardio, so I just be tired all the time. You know, like, I need to get a balance. One of my guy friends is always telling me, like, you know, I need to start lifting and I need to start... I don't know, some with macros or something like that. I got to eat, but I got to drink these nasty ass protein smoothies. Um, Another one of my guy friends gave me those bloom things. And let me just tell you that they're fucking disgusting. They're nasty. Um, I don't want to do this anymore. Um, health is wealth. It's also fucking disgusting. All right. I want to eat a cheeseburger. And as a matter of fact, I, that's another thing like clean eating and like healthy eating, off and on okay you know this week I've been pretty decent I have been remembering to eat three meals a day because usually I'll eat like a slice of pizza for breakfast um I get through the work day oh shit it's five o'clock I haven't eaten anything um I'm going to Wingstop and that's not healthy either you know what I mean so um this week (laughs) I did have a slice of pizza for breakfast but it was like healthy pizza um because it was like a low moisture cheese and I guess that's like lower fat or lower calories I don't fucking know the white man at the grocery store sold it to me I bought it clearly I'm an idiot but anyway I'm trying y'all I hope y'all are trying too I don't know um what's going on with me um oh I completely I gave up y'all you know what that's what I really wanted to talk about because some of my goals for this year were like dating related I see a lot of content especially on social media about like black women who have gotten to this point where they're just like I don't want to date anymore I don't want to meet new people I don't want to be on dating apps and that kind of burnout especially like I'm young like I be I I say a lot of things and just like who I'm a senior citizen I'm young and I don't have a lot of dating experience but like the the way in which I feel exhausted and burnt out by dating it is very discouraging like it makes me not want to continue and I do not know how to date in a way that's productive especially because like I it's very interesting because there are like two versions of me that exist like people who meet me and are friends with me and people who like like my podcast and stuff they're like oh you're so outgoing you're so energetic like you're so charismatic you're so personable and then like when it comes to men that I'm attracted to I'm like well maybe if I avoid him forever he'll eventually get the hint telepathically so (laughs) there are two versions of me that exist and I'm trying to reconcile that but it is very difficult you know what I mean like it's it's not going well and it's definitely something I'm working on in therapy oh that was the other thing like I really want to like hammer shit out this year my therapist and I have been getting to it okay we we be getting the fuck to it but I want to like this year oh we're hammering shit out all right I'm gonna be crying I'm gonna be throwing up um tears you know whatever uh, whatever needs to happen oh it's gonna fucking happen because that shit is coming out this year especially because there are like a lot of and here's the thing, like I, I'm not really into astrology like that, but like I read my horoscope and it was like, um, you have a lot of close but tumultuous relationships that may need re-examining. And I was just like, hmm, because one of the things that we were, my therapist and I were talking about was like, you know, you have to have a relationship with people in the way that you are able to have a relationship with them. Like it has to be your terms and their terms, like not 
one person does not dictate, you know, the terms of a relationship. And that was something that I was like, hmm, well, you know, I have a lot of close relationships that I have been doing a lot of examining of recently. And, you know, so yeah, there's just, there's a lot. Um, what else? Uh, I feel like I'm giving y'all personal updates and y'all didn't ask. I'm sorry, but I like talking about myself. Anyway, um, you know, my horoscope also told me that, you know, um, recent or a new, what did it say? Um, I gotta get the damn daily horoscope. <laughs> I don't know. Um, uh, it was, oh yeah, it said a new professional endeavor could bring some exciting adventures and like, you know, some wanted clarification on your, you know, career journey and something like that. And I was like, oh, that's nice because I have definitely been looking for some more clarity on like what I want to do in my career. Like, you know, what are my goals? What do I want to achieve? Like, what do I want to earn? What do I want to physically do? Because I feel like a lot of what I like doing is like talking to people and trying to help people and like fix things. And, you know, I'm a great problem solver. I can like look at things. I can be like, oh, this is where this went wrong. And this is where XYZ went wrong. And I don't feel like I'm doing like a lot of that. And not that I'm saying I want to be like a hero in my job, but I definitely want to do something that's like more impactful. Like I'm not trying to save the world. I'm not trying to be Mother Teresa. You know, I'm out here trying to get it to get to it just like I'm trying to get to it. You know what I'm saying? I'm still trying to get to the bag. But, you know, I definitely want to do something where I'm a part of an organization that matters or at least doing something in conjunction with an organization that matters. Like, you know, right now I run a corporate payroll. These white people ain't saving the world. They not fucking donating to charity. They not preventing homelessness nothing like that but you know maybe if I worked for like a school or um, an organization that worked with people that actually looks like me I would just feel better about it because you know being a black person in an all-white corporate professional space can be very disheartening and specifically because you know one you know I'm not contributing to anything that benefits anybody that looks like me this is all going towards the corporate bottom line which then goes towards people who are already making the most money like you know if you are familiar with the the nine to five cubicle corporate struggle you know that when it comes to people who get the bonuses and who get the raises and who get the money it's the people who already make it like you know people the people who already who are already making six plus figures that's who's getting the bonuses it's not the people who are doing the work for those people who are you know turning in the deliverables for those people it is the people who are already at the top that's who's that's where all the earnings are concentrated and participating to that system just or participating in that system excuse me does not necessarily feel like something that I want to do for a very long time. You know, it definitely gets me the bag, okay? If it's one thing that a corporate job has always gotten me, it is the fucking bag. I have never been without a job that doesn't pay me well and doesn't pay me, you know, in a way that I can afford a lot of the stuff that I want to do and a lot of the stuff that I couldn't do prior. But you know what I'm saying? In addition to money, I want to be happy. I want to have experiences. I want to, you know, have love, have peace, have um, you know, introspection in my life. And I really can't do that if I feel like I'm just, you know, being stomped on by the boot of capitalism all the time. I'm sorry, y'all, this is getting really personal. But you know, I've done a lot of reflection, like, I, 
when and for me like when I get to the new year I always just feel so renewed I think I said that already but I'm just like oh my god all these things like you know one of my new year's resolution was to respect myself more in this year and specifically as it pertains to my romantic and lustful endeavors um I'm sorry to my aunt if you're listening to this um but yeah like some niggas that I'll be linking with or kicking it with like we don't need to be talking to each other we do not need to be seeing each other in the nighttime you don't need to be doing any of that um we just need to uh you know see each other at the grocery store do the black nod to each other and go our separate ways like the I think sometimes I like like sometimes you know as women we can kind of compromise our standards because of you know that want that that seeking of companionship and I don't want to do that anymore okay I would rather be fucking alone with a chia pet and a, a a teddy bear than with you raggedy ass niggas that are adding absolutely no value to my life you know I run into niggas who are like well you know right now I'm just having fun and you know I'll settle down when I'm 40 or right now I'm just having fun or you know I'll settle down when I'm 35 right now I'm just having fun or you know when I'm 30 I'll get a little bit more serious about relationships and it's like I'm not about to sit around here and wait for you until you realize you want to get your life together until you realize that you should have been a better person to all of the people who cared about you all those years ago and now you have no one I don't want to be around for that okay that's the those are all those niggas those are the ones that be on Yanla uh begging their kids to start talking to them again that's that's not gonna be me so I have gotten to a point where I'm like I want to seek out more you know intentional relationships especially and like kind of pour into my friendships because I have like some newer guy friends that you know I've gotten a little closer to in the last I would say year or so and one of them is just like I don't know if they listen to my podcast, but if they do, they're going to know what I'm talking about. But one of them, like, they're both good guys, but one of them is an exceptionally good guy. And, you know, I, the kind of niggas that I be fucking with and the kind of niggas that I, that have been around me in the past, they're not good guys. Nobody thinks they're nice. You know, nobody thinks they're kind. Nobody would go to them and expect compassion from them. But, you know, I think, you know, this guy, he's very kind. He's compassionate. He is you know, very understanding and very curious and has like that, that thirst for like life and knowledge in a way that makes him like a good adventure companion. You know what I mean? And like, I think all, cause there are like out of the four or five of these newer guy friend relationships, I would say that like all of them are like nice guys and then there's like a select couple of them who are just like oh these are good humans you know what I mean like these are good humans because even like my female friends I'm like yeah some of you bitches are just trifling you know and that's that's just in general but that's the thing like some of these I have definitely and I was talking about that was another thing that I was talking about in therapy because I was like I have never I have never had relationships with men like this where I'm like, oh, this is a good human being. And she's like, well, you know, and I was like, I don't want to confuse that for being like, oh, I, I need to be with him or anything like that. No, he's a good friend. You know, they are good friends. And now that lets me know that the type of relationships that I'm looking for, whether they are romantic or platonic, they can exist and they just need to be um like water they need to be developed they need to be poured into they need to be developed you know what I mean like that was definitely one of the really good lessons that I learned in therapy and one of the things that I want to take with me into the new year because like I definitely do want to foster better relationships with people and have better 
understandings, communicate better, things like that. Like, you know, I have a couple of sisters that are getting married um, and, you know, that, that that means they're going to start new lives for themselves and that, that life may look a little different than it did in the past. And, you know, that means a new relationship, like a new you know, a new familial structure. Cause now I got a couple brother-in-laws, you know, got a couple of, you know, uh, step nieces, step nephews. I don't know if I, I can call them. I don't know. I, I'm not going to require, I, I have absolutely no idea how like those things can be navigated. And those are like, you know, plays back into <laughs> the lesson that I learned from my therapist about relationships on the terms of both people. You know what I mean? Ah, uh, man, that was a little personal and it was a little tangenty. So <laughs> excuse me, but I'm learning so many good life lessons and I'm having so many good experiences and y'all, I just feel good. You know, I, I had a little situation happen and I had like this three day pity party. And let me tell you, y'all, I, I, nobody throws a fucking pity party better than me. OK, the fucking snacks were popping whole fucking family size pack of Oreos next to the bed. You know what I'm saying? The wing stop was delivered. Um, the, the Doritos, the taco, whatever the fuck I wanted during that pity party was here. Um, the, the, the cinema was cracking, nothing but damn ghetto ass Tubi movies for three days straight. And I, well, let me tell you, I had a time, nobody throws a pity party better than me. And then, you know, when I got to the end of that pity party and I was like, you know, making myself feel bad for already feeling bad has no end, you know? Because if I'm going to constantly keep judging myself for feeling things that are large and complex, then I'm never going to like truly feel those things because I have to deal with the judgment and the shame of even having those feelings elicited in the first place. You know what I mean? It's so okay to feel sad or to feel confused or, you know, just to feel something large and, and, and complex and to not understand how to process it, that is so okay. And like, when you get to the end of feeling that, and when you like give yourself permission to feel that without the shame, it's such a good feeling. You know, it's such a good feeling, like breaking down all of these, like, oh, I got to feel better. And, you know, like I got to perk back up and I got to get all this stuff done. Like, who the fuck said that? <laughs> you know, that's that's literally what my fucking therapist be looking at me. Like, who the fuck said that? You know, what's the what's that damn one thing off of um, how, who said that? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know who fucking said it. It was uh, she's like, it's not me. It's not you. Who the fuck says that? You don't have to feel better. You don't have to get up and do anything. You know, you are the person who makes the to-do list. Do that fucking shit tomorrow. Split it up into smaller tasks. Stop judging yourself. You know what I mean? I just really want to go into 2023, like, and, you know, the rest of my life without the the shame and the judgment that comes along from, like, wanting the validation of others and, like, starting the process to to really let that kind of thinking go and you know to let the habit of seeking external validation go like 
Baby, when I tell you that journey is hard mentally and fucking physically. Look, one of the things I'm definitely going to continue to prioritize is my mental health. Okay, so look, y'all, um, you know, it got kind of personal, but that's that's really what I wanted to share. That's what I wanted to have, you know, for you guys this time, because I feel like it's it's really important to to regularly talk especially about the mental health of black women. Like that's something I will always be an advocate for. Okay. You know, and I also want to know, like, what are you guys' new year's resolutions or your traditions? Or, you know, do you do a vision board? Do you do a manifestation board? Like, do you try to, um, reflect or review and, you know, see what you can do differently in the new year or what you wish you could have changed in the previous year and like not harping or anything, but you know, just things that you want to work on. Cause that's always something I'm doing. Like I try to do a lot of journaling on, you know what, like, I think I could have handled this better. And here's what I've learned from the situation. Just kind of things like that. You know, y'all, um, this wasn't necessarily <laughs> a, a particularly funny or, you know, like kind of poppy upbeat episode like I normally do but it was just something that was on my chest something that I really wanted to get out and share with you guys you know I hope everybody had a great new year hope everybody had a ML good MLK day you know black history month is coming up black people let's get prepared you know let's get active let's get in the field you know what I'm saying let's put the pressure on these white necks um okay I have my black history calendar at work I write black history facts everywhere um like one of the fact that I wrote on my board for MLK day was MLK did not die for a cause he was murdered to uphold the values of white supremacy and then I just put like a random ass black person of high esteem (laughs) and I said they said it and people were like oh that's such an interesting way to think about it and I'm like yeah you know Cornell West said that shit meanwhile that's just some shit I had on my chest (laughs) y'all you know what I mean okay so uh to all my black people out there happy belated Martin Luther King day um I I don't know I had to I work for the white man y'all so I was at work I'm sorry I had to perform labor should have been resting but let me just tell y'all that I was in there taking breaks on company time all right for for our ancestors okay um we're back next week again on Wednesday like a bad y'all know the phrase back at it like a bad motherfucking habit all right can't wait to publish next week's episode I'm so excited about this new season I'm so excited about the new year okay y'all know what the fuck it is until next week y'all stay motherfucking black okay peace out